Okay, fantastic. Right, let's get into the word, the message. The, the, what I'm sharing with you this morning is not me going to teach you something that you don't know. This isn't me going to um, give you a, 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 an exegesis of, of scripture that is going to absolutely blow your mind, all right? What I'm going to share with you this morning is an impartation that if you take a hold, should change or could change your life, especially in this coming year. So I just really want to encourage you today you know, to have your ears, your spiritual ears open to what God wants to say to you through the message. You know, 2021, I'm so thankful that it's gone. It hasn't, hasn't been the best year of my life. Um, 2020 wasn't the best year of my life. We had a loss in our family to 2021. There was all sorts of issues that we battled through and came through. I'm so thankful that we've come through, but it hasn't been the best year of my life. You may be sat there thinking, well, you, if you think yours was bad, you should have been in my shoes. Uh, we, you may have had a fantastic year this last year. You may have got promotions. You may have moved into a nice new house. You may have got married. There may have been all sorts of things in your world that all of a sudden you can say 2021 was a great year. But because we're all different, the message this morning will impart and impact our life in different ways. You know, the, the forecast for the year ahead. If you listen to some people, you think, well, it's, it's looking brighter. You listen to some other individuals and you think, is this thing going to ever go away? But the truth is, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word endures forever. You know, we live in a very uncertain world. The Bible's very clear. In the last days, we will live in uncertain days. If we were ever living in a day when, we could, when you could look to the world around us and say, are we living in the last days? I believe you could very clearly say, I think we're living in the last days. There will be pestilence, there will be perilous times, there will be famines, there will be earthquakes, there will be wars and rumours of wars, there will be calamity all around you. We're living in those days. The children will be, the people will be lovers of themselves and haters of God. I think we're living in those days. I could go on and on, but I'm not here to give you doom and gloom. I want to bring a message of hope in the midst of our world that we're in today. So I want to encourage you in the weeks and months ahead to take these verses and in, as an impartation, believe and begin to speak them over your life. In Psalm 121, I, I, as I was looking at another scripture, I turned to this one, and I thought that just so complements what I want to share this morning. So I'm going to look at this first, and then we're going to get into uh, another scripture. Psalm 121, we're going to read the whole thing. It says, I look up to the hills, but where does my help come from? See, there are so many people who are looking to politicians for answers, or they're looking for the NHS for answers, or they're looking for their teacher for answers, or they're looking for their husband or their wife for answers. But do you know what? Answers don't come from anywhere else but God. Because He is the way, the truth, and the life. And there is no other beside Him. He is the answer to all our issues. He says, I look to the hills, but where does my help come from? My help, he answers himself, but my help comes from the Lord. He made heaven and earth. Do you know what? We need, no, not, we need not look any further than our God. 
Why? Because he is the man. He, he, the psalmist here begins to declare, I, I, I may look to the hills for my help. I may look to, to other situations for my help. But hey, do you know what? It doesn't come from those places. My help comes from the Lord. And do you know what? The Lord, he's the one who made heaven and earth. I may be a resident on the earth right now, and one day my residency will be in heaven. But right now, my help comes from him. Our help in our circumstances, right where you are and what you're going through, look to God for your help. Because he is a very present help in time of need. He's declared that. He's spoken that over your life. He's imparted that into our journey. He is a very present help. He is there when you need him. He is present in the circumstance that you're going through right now. Whether you acknowledge him or not, whether you struggle to see him or not, he is resident and present with you in your time of need. And then he goes on and he says, he will not let you be defeated. What a great declaration. You know, right at the beginning of this year, whatever you may be going through, you, or whatever the enemy may be speaking over your life, you need to speak this scripture over your world, over your family, and over your finance, and every other area. He will not let you be defeated. <coughs> Why? And then he goes on, he says, he who guards you never sleeps. This is just, it's just such a good scripture. You know, and one of the things that I pray is, as I go to sleep at night, and Jane and I pray together as we, as we go to sleep, and one of the things I often sleep is that I'm about to go to sleep, Lord, and I don't sleep for long, unfortunately, because I very often wake up praying or speaking or, 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 or sharing my heart with God about the life of the church and my heart for the church. And I'm praying for you over the night watches. And it says here, when I pray and I'm about to go to sleep, I say, Lord, I may be going to sleep, but you neither sleep nor slumber. And I pray, Lord, for the people of our congregation. I pray that you're working in their life. When they're asleep, that you are still moving. You're still working. You're still assigning your angels a sign over their life as ministering spirits for the heirs of salvation. Lord, that you're moving whilst they're sleeping. And, and, and it's a prayer that I pray on a regular basis for us as a church and as the wider family of the body of Christ. He who guards you never sleeps. The one in whom you and I believe, he never, he never sleeps. But do you know what? He stands guard over your soul, over your mind, over your family, over your life. He stands guard over you. That is the God in whom we worship. The one in whom we love. And it goes on. He says, he, he who guards Israel never rests nor sleeps. The Lord guards you. You, you just listen to it over and over. He tell, he's, he's telling us he guards us. He guards us eight times. In, I think it's eight times in these six, uh, six verses. He says, um, the Lord, in verse 5, the Lord guards you. Yes, the Lord guards you. The Lord protects you uh, as the shade protects you from the sun. The sun cannot hurt you during the day, nor the moon cannot hurt you during the night. The Lord will guard you from how many dangers? Oh. oh. The Lord will guard you from all danger. What a great promise. We're not talking about me. You know, don't, please don't assume that I'm going to guard you from all danger just because I'm praying. No, no, God stands in the gap for you. God stands in the way of danger. When the enemy comes in, 
like a flood, the Lord lifts up a standard against him. The Lord lifts up his word against the work of the enemy. He stands guard over your soul. I love this. Because the enemy is here to steal, kill, and destroy. That is what he's trying to do with every single life on planet Earth. Those that don't know him aren't a threat to him. But those who do know him, you are a threat. But you know what? He stands guard. He stands between the gap. Jesus became the one in the gap, the mediator between heaven and earth, between God and our lives. He stood in the gap for you and I. I just love this because this is God at work in every one of our lives. The sun can't hurt you. The moon can't hurt you. He, the Lord, will guard you from all dangers. He will guard your life. The Lord will guard you as you come and go both now and forever. What an incredible passage. I just got so excited over that. That's why I believe it's more of an impartation into your life. An impartation for you to believe that wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whatever your work or, or life or circumstance springs into your world, you can stand there knowing that God is with me. You know, when, when Sam first went up to, up to wherever it is in, in Catterick, that's where he went. Up to Catholic, in the army, infantry, whole new world. Yeah, do you know what? I just wanted to, I wanted to pack him up in my suitcase and just, I wanted to hide there and, and just jump out and say, here I am, Sam, I'm going to protect you from these nasty individuals that you're now rubbing shoulders with. Because we've, we've been in this bubble of protection in the family home and, and homeschool and, and now he's, he's in the infantry rubbing shoulders with, with the whosoever's. I just wanted to protect him, but I had to go back to the word and say, no, my confidence isn't in the flesh. My confidence is you because you are with him wherever he goes. Wherever we are, God is with you. Whatever you do, God is with you. Whether you acknowledge him or not, he is there. The Bible says, even if I make my bed in hell, there you are with me. In the darkest, deepest, rottenest place of your life, when, when everything looks the worst it could be, God says, I am still with you. It's incredible. The heart of God for every one of us. That he guards us and walks with us. Will you embrace this is the truth in your life? Because I believe it can change your life forever. We're really in a season of believing for breakthrough. Do you know what? This gives breakthrough. Do you know, if, if you worry, if you're a warrior, not, not a warrior, okay, a warrior, and you have anxiety, you, you walk with concern and, and anxiousness in your life, do you know what? This could break, break you free. This could be your moment of breakthrough. Why? Because you don't have to worry, you have to trust. Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. It's, it's that trust in Him. Sometimes we need to let go and trust Him. Let go of what you can't change in the natural and trust that in the spiritual God will do what you can't do in the natural. But God is working. Because very often we see, we believe, and we, we, through perhaps experience, we believe that the enemy is always working. I go from one trial to another trial, from one problem to another problem, from one issue to another issue. We don't, we don't have any doubt that the enemy is working. 
But we doubt sometimes that God is working. God is always working in our salvation and our walk with him and in the circumstances of life. Breakthroughs. I am so believing that you and I will encounter breakthroughs. Breakthroughs, I've named named a couple here, breakthroughs from addiction and life-controlling issues. Right at the beginning of this year, you know, not as a New Year's resolution, they're good, but they're very often broken. But right at the beginning of this year, let's trust God for breakthrough from addiction and life-controlling habits. You know what you're dealing with in your life. You know the personal issues that you struggle with. Let's take hold of this promise. The one who guards our soul, guards our life, guards our thinking. Let's take a hold of that and say, Lord, this year is going to be a different year. I'm not going to fall prey to the same problems that I did in 2021 or that I did back in 1999 or I did in 82. And it's just lived with me as a perpetual cycle of of negative living for, for my life. Let's believe for breakthrough, because when God, who is the God of breakthrough, let's remember, this isn't just a great word. The Bible declares that God is a God of breakthrough in our life. Like the breaking through of waters, so is God in our life. We can trust him for breakthrough. How about breakthrough in the area maybe of a stronghold in your life? That may be something that happened in your past that is still robbing you of your present and future. There are things in our life that we've packaged away, but they come out and and they, they, they affect the journey of our life. But God is saying, I can break through this for you. I can break through like the breaking through of water in this situation. See, the breaking through of the water of the word, the washing of the water of the word in our life, it does something miraculous that I don't understand fully. The washing of the water of the word. The wash, the more you wash your life with this, it's, 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 not, it's not a bar of soap, you know, just washing on But it's the washing of the water of the word. It does something miraculous. It is a spiritual book. It has spiritual consequences. It transforms by the renewing of your mind and it changes our life as we internalize his word. Breakthrough of the strongholds. Breakthrough. How about breakthrough in God? You may be here today and you grew up with a, with a father in your life or maybe you grew up without a father in your life and you've never been able to relate to God as father God or daddy God but you know what God wants you to relate to him as daddy God as an intimate father who loves you with everything and sacrificially wants to give over to you everything that he is. But there's an area of your life, because of an absent father, or because of an abusive father, or because of a sexual intimate moment that should never have happened in your life moment, you've never been able to connect to Father God like he wants you to. How did Jesus say to pray? Our Father who art in heaven. Our Father, Daddy God. You may need a breakthrough in the areas. God can and he will give you breakthrough in the area of your life 
if you allow them. Because that's the most intimate relationship he wants you to have with him. Personal, close. Something that is so powerful that the enemy has robbed you because of circumstances. How about a, how about a breakthrough in the area of worship? You, can, what, what would that look like if, if every one of us took a next step in our worship? What would that look like for you? For me, I guess, um, I don't know. I don't know what else I can do in worship. I, I'm happy to lay on the floor and just give myself completely over to him and just allow him to wash over me. And, but what does that next step for you look like? It may, be, it may be to lift your hands from here to worship in here or to worship in here or maybe just surrender everything of who you are. But do you know what? It takes breakthrough. There is only one that is stopping you worshipping, and that is the enemy. Because he knows the power of worship. The word worship means to lean forward to kiss. Do you know what? The enemy doesn't want you to lean forward and to kiss the one who saved you, the one who gave his life. The enemy doesn't want you to have an intimate worship moment with God, but God wants you to do so. He wants you to acknowledge his worship. What will it take to take that next step? I do, I remember the very first message I ever preached. It was on joy. I had written 18 pages of A4 paper. It took me 22 minutes to read every word on that page, or those pages, 18 pages. And what I preached, I wasn't living, but I knew that's what I wanted to do. I didn't clap. I didn't raise my hands, I didn't move, I was actually rock solid with hands in my pockets and I wouldn't move for anyone. But I knew in my heart there was coming a moment that I was going to break free. There was coming a moment when one day I would be able to clap and rejoice. There was going to come a day when I could lift up holy hands, as the Bible says, I could lift up holy hands and worship my God. I knew that there was going to come a day when I could start to jump in the presence of God. Don't ask me to dance any more than that. That was the, that was the only dance I learned in school. It's called the pogo. And the punks used to dance the pogo. And that's the only dance I know. I could do the holy, the holy hop, but what is, what is it, it going to do to take us to the next stage? Because God doesn't want us to be statues in the house of God. He wants your heart. He wants your soul. He wants you to worship him. He is seeking those who will worship him in spirit and in truth, not in captivity or embarrassment. What? You know, the, the achy, creaky knees don't help with, with the pogo these days. But I tell you, I, I will give my God all of who I am. Why? Because he's worthy. I'm looking for breakthrough. 2022 has the potential to define who you are, or you can redefine who you want to be. 2021... You could live out the mistakes of that year, or you can live with a different year. You can live, you know, there's a saying there, new year, new you. Let, let that be a spiritual, let that be a spiritual thing in your life. 
you know, if you, if you sit nearer the back and you see everybody in front of you that don't put up their hands, don't copy them. Be the one who lifts the hands on the back row. Don't, don't let it just be a front row thing or a second row thing or a third row. Lift your If you want to run around the building because you've got excited in God, let's do it. Or as we're really not encountering the God in whom we should believe. Because we should all be excited in Him. What is defining your world? The word define means this. To mark out the boundaries or the limits. What are we allowing to set up the boundaries or the limits of our life? Because something, someone, some thinking is always bringing limitation to our life. But you can redefine who you are according to God's word. We can press replay on 2021 into 2022. We can live out the same moaning and groaning and grumbling and complaining. Or in the midst of circumstances say, I will rejoice. Habakkuk, you look at Habakkuk and the Bible says in Habakkuk, I think it's 3, Habakkuk chapter 3 I think. It says, though the fig tree doesn't blossom and there, though there are no... I can't remember, apples, we're calling them apples. No apples on the tree. And there are no flocks in the stalls. And there's nothing here and there's nothing there. He says, yet I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. Even when things weren't going right. He said, I will rejoice in my God. When, you know, right now we could do is, we could do with some volunteer cleaners. Anybody fancy a volunteer cleaner? We could do with volunteer cleaners. Okay, we can do with, I'm not looking around for a hand going up, but um, we can do with some volunteer cleaners. We can do with all sorts. Because we want everyone to feel they have a part to play. But we also have need in areas where we'd like people to help serve. If you'd like to see me afterwards, feel free. That'd be great. I'll be helping Jerry doing the teas and coffees. So, we. We can play replay on the year before, or we can say, no, this is a different year, different mindset, a different way of looking at this year ahead. This is what I'm believing for this year, because I'm not believing for the same things as I believed for last year. I'm believing for strength instead of weakness. I'm, I'm, you know, this, I'm not going to allow this body to grow old and, and, and ache and pain and all the rest. I'm not going to allow it. My strength is renewed like the eagles. I will run and not grow weary. I will walk and not faint because that is the heritage of the saints of the Lord. I'm declaring healing and wholeness rather than sickness and disease. I'm believing for blessing rather than cursing. My life is blessed. I'm blessed coming in and I'm blessed going out. I'm blessed when I wake up and I'm blessed when I go to sleep. What? What? You can, you can start speaking what you like over your life, but I am a blessed man. I have a blessed home. I have a blessed family. I have a blessed church. I have a blessed community. Why? Because the Spirit of the Lord is upon my life, and therefore I am blessed without measure. I'm believing for breakthroughs rather than captivity. 
I'm not going to live in captivity in any area of my life. I'm going to live with breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough. And, and, and you know, Jen and I, before Christmas, we were preaching on how we operate in faith. We, we get the word of God, we begin to declare it, we speak it out, and we live it out. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to believe for breakthrough rather than captivity. I'm believing for salvation in, uh, in this place. I'm believing for growth in the body of Christ. I'm believing that we're going to continually see seats being filled, more seats being put out, and yes, the building being built. I'm believing for signs, wonders, and miracles. Why? Because after the preaching of the word, the Bible says, not me, the Bible says that signs and wonders will follow the preaching of the word. I absolutely, I can't manifest those, I can't ma- make those happen, but I can preach the word. And God's given me a gift of preaching the word. And he said, when the word of God is preached, signs and wonders will follow. That's his part, not mine. My part is to preach. His part is the signs and wonders. You saying? Yeah. Good. What else am I believing for? I'm believing for us to build that building over there. Hope I'm trusting within the year and debt free. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's a few rumbles there. Great. This is because if you don't, if you don't, if you don't put it out there, you won't know what you're believing for, and you won't know whether you've seen it happen. I'm believing for me and my household. That's my children and my grandchildren. Just as it says in the book of Joshua, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That's my declaration over my family. That they shall live and not die and declare the works of our God. You say, can I take some of those and start believing those for my household? And can I start believing that? Absolutely. This is the confession of my heart. This is my prayer for our household. This is my prayer for us as a church. But we all need to start declaring and speaking what we're believing for in our future. I've realised that the time is motoring on, so I best go to my next scripture. And it's my birthday scripture. Many of you have known what my birthday scripture is. This is what I call my birthday scripture. I was born in 1965 in the month of November. So my scripture is Psalm 65 verse 11. I know it's a bit silly really, but that's just my birthday scripture. But at the beginning of this year, it is such a class scripture. It says... You crown the year with your bountiful harvest. Even the hard pathways overflow with abundance. And again, this is my impartation to you. This is me declaring the word of God, prophesying the word of God over your life. You crown the year with a bountiful harvest. Are you believing for that this year in your life? Are you believing for a bountiful harvest? See, it's not, not a meager harvest. It's not just a, a just-get-by harvest. You know, there, there are many Christians who believe for, I just need enough. No, you don't. Don't be so selfish. If you're praying, Lord, give me all just enough to get by, you're praying a wrong prayer. Because the Word of God says that He gives us 
a bountiful harvest. Because if you're just believing for what you can have, what gets you by, then you're not believing to be a blessing to somebody else. We are blessed to be a blessing. We are. We are called to be a blessed people to bless others. And the way in which we do that is when he is bountiful and brings bountiful harvest into our life. So what are you believing? Are you believing for a bountiful harvest? I love the story. Um, let me think who's the story. Um, I'm a blockage. Story in the Bible. She's walking along. Boaz is, Boaz is left. Ruth, thank you. Boaz has left handfuls of grain along the pathway where those who go out to glean would find some. And he's left some for Ruth. Why? Because he's got his eye on her. He delights what he sees. And he's favoring her. And he, and he says to his servants, leave handfuls of blessing for her. And she goes out to glean in the field. And she suddenly comes across heapfuls of grain. That is what God wants to do for you this year. That you're walking along life's pathway... And suddenly you see the blessing of God before you. And you go, what? This is for me? And he's saying, yes, I've laid up handfuls of abundance, of blessing in your life. See, this is God. This is the God we serve. This is the God. You know, Boaz is a type of, of Christ. You know, we know that that is a true. He is doing the same for us, but we just don't see it. We walk around with our, with our head in the, in the clouds or our, our head on the floor, and we don't see what God is doing around us, and yet he is placing handfuls of blessing. But let me move on. I could preach all day. I could preach all day on this. I know you've got a birthday party to go to, so I won't just for your sake. But it says, you crown the year with your bountiful. He's crowned it. Crown him with many crowns. I could go through all the old hymns right now. I'm not, that's not. Okay, you crown the year with your, with your bountiful harvest. And listen, this even gets better. Even the hard pathways, those things that right now look impossible, those things that, that the ground before you is so hard. He says, these hard pathways overflow with abundance. You may be in a hard place right now, but let the abundance and the overflow of God fill your life. So that when you do go through times of pressure, and we do and we will, that you walk through those times of pressure knowing, number one, he is with you, and that there is an overflow of abundance before you. Though I walk in the midst of trouble. I think it's Psalm 139. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive me and bring me safely through. See, these are the scriptures that I've had to stand on in different circumstances in my life. That's why I can preach this so easily and so well, because I've lived what this feels like. I've lived what the pressure feels like. I know what it's like to be backed into a corner, and there's no other way to go but God. But God has always come through. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will bring me safely through. I believe that's God's word for you and I today. 
You've crowned the year with your bountiful harvest. Oh, yeah, I was going to read it from a couple of different translations. Let me read it. This word, uh, even the hard pathways overflow with abundance. A couple of other translations put it this way. Overflowing with unstoppable growth. That's good. I'm believing for that for the church. Let's, let's, I'm, 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 I'm just applying the word in different areas. I'm believing that, that his abundance of overflowing with unstoppable growth. That one week after another week after another week, we will see one person say, then we'll see five people say, then we'll start seeing ten people say, where the household of faith will continue to grow. How about this riches overflow wherever you are? Don't you just like that? Not just because you want wealth and, and finance. But wherever you go, wholeness, richness, financial, material, God's blessing, God's favour, the riches of his presence. Do you know what? There's, no, there's nothing better in, in, in the term of riches is the richness of his presence. When his presence is so real. But it can, you can apply it in every era. Richness overflows wherever you are. Same scriptures, different translation. Wherever you go, there is plenty. Plenty of what? I, I, plenty of food. Plenty of peace. Plenty of hope. Plenty. Plenty. More plenty. And then the last one of these is, and your steps drip with fatness. Now that's not because you've eaten too much over Christmas, right? <laughs> Ooh, I look so fat. No, no, no. But wherever you go, there come, there's a dripping. You know, in fat, there's a dripping, isn't there? The, the, the dripping is the fat. The, the wherever you go, the dripping of fat, the, the, the lushness, the richness is, is coming from your life. Why? Because God is filling you with himself. This is what we can believe for, church. Let's, let's do away with small thinking. Let's do away with, with puny thought Christianity and have an expansive awareness of the greatness of our God. The goodness of God represents all his blessing. All of that. I'm just going to finish with this scripture because I read it on Christmas Day. I shared it with my family on New Year's Eve and I want to share it again because I want it to be an anthem in our heart. In Romans 15 verse 13 and I'm going to finish with this. It says, Now may God, the fountain of hope, fill you to overflowing with uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust in him. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround your life with his super abundance until you radiate with hope. What an incredible passage. This has got to be the echo of our heart over and over again. Like I say, this isn't going to perhaps teach you anything, but it is an impartation. I believe it is the prophetic word of God over our life at the beginning of this year. That you and I can believe for breakthrough. We can trust him in the journey of our life. And when we are faithless, do you know what? He still remains faithful. 
in all of our lives. And today I just want to finish with a very simple prayer because I want to pray for you today. I want to pray in this room you may not know God. You may not have a personal relationship with him. You may not have ever laid your life down for him like he laid his life down for you when he died upon the cross. But today at the beginning of this year, what a great moment to give your life to Jesus. What a great moment to say, Jesus, all to you, I surrender. I want you to be the center of my life moving forward. What a great moment at the beginning of 2022. So church, I'm going to ask you to pray. Every one of us pray this out loud. Um, as we pray what I would call the prayer of introduction or the sinner's prayer, as there may be some in this room today who are receiving Jesus Christ into their life for the very first time. So let's uh, close our eyes, let's bow our head, and let, let's all pray this together. Repeat after me. Jesus, Jesus, I come to you today. I come to you today. And I thank you for the words I've heard. And I thank you for the words I've heard. Today, Jesus. Today, Jesus. I want you in my life. I want you in my life. I want you as my Lord and my Saviour. I want you as my Lord and my Saviour. You died for me. You died for me. And I want to live for you. And I want to live for you. I ask it in Jesus' name. I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. While every head is bowed and every eye closed, I'm going to ask you a very simple question and I'm going to ask for a sincere and honest response. If you prayed that prayer today and you meant it in your heart, and you want Jesus to be the Lord of your life, I'm going to count to three. I'm going to ask you to pop up your hand. One, two, three. If you prayed that prayer today, thank you, I see that hand. If you prayed that prayer, pop up your hand in this room. One person with their hand up in the room right now. Is there anybody else right at the beginning of this year? You say, yes to Jesus. That's me. I want to know you more. I want to have a journey with you. Just going to wait for a moment as perhaps the Lord is speaking into your heart. Maybe you just feel a bit nervous. Right now in this place, God is ministering into lives. Going to count down from five. If there's anybody else, feel free just to pop up your hand. Five, four, three, two, one. Father, I thank you, Lord, for the hand that's gone up. And I pray, Father, that the realization of your love will just fill their heart to overflowing. And Father, for each one in this room, I pray, Lord, that the things that we've heard today, Lord, those areas of breakthrough, those areas that we're believing for, Father, I thank you that you guard our life. Lord, May we have a revelation. Lord, open the eyes of our understanding, I ask. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Fantastic.